Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. All right, everybody, I've got another one of Colton's ladies. Kaylin is here with me. Woo! I'm so excited. Let's go back to life before the show. We obviously know you were doing pageants, but what made you want to do the show? How did you get on? Um, so I dated this guy, and I actually flew to Japan to meet him. Um, he kind of slid into the DMs, and what? we talked for a little bit. Yeah, and I bought a flight to Japan, and... Um, he ended up breaking up with me in Thailand and everyone was like, your love story is like the bachelor. So you need to audition. So I did. <laughs> so, okay. Who was this guy? Um, he's great. You know, I have nothing but respect for him. He's yeah. really sweet. Um, this great Christian guy, but I think our relationship just moved way too quickly. And it, it really was like straight out of the bachelor minus the other women. But yeah, we didn't work out. And I went for a first date in New Zealand one time. So I get that. Really? Yeah. Yes. I was like, no one can relate. I was like, let's freaking go. Let's just do it. And then you get caught up because it's so wonderful. And how could you not have the best time? And then it just, it is kind of like the bachelor. Falling in love while traveling is just like so ideal, but also not realistic. Yeah. (laughs) No, I I totally get that. So, so then you thought, okay, well, I've already dated someone like Bachelor style. I might as well do the real thing. Yeah, exactly. So I, I went out for it and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> did you send a video or or how did you do that? So my friend texted me and she's like, there's an audition right by you go. And so I was like, fine, whatever. What do I have to lose? And I go and traffic was terrible. And I was like, this is stupid. I'm not even going to get on the show. So I turn around. She's like, no. And I turned back around. Like I, I was so close to not like going to that audition. Wow. I mean, at that point in time, there was this concept that it was either going to be Colton, Blake, or Jason. Mm-hmm. At that point, were you hoping it was any of them, one more than the other? Yeah, I was actually hoping it was Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that a lot. So you're not alone. Why is that? Um, Jason's just more my type. I like you know, darker features. And okay. um, so I was really hoping for him. Colton got announced. I wasn't thrilled because Colton's not my type okay. typically. Um, but then I met Colton and obviously fell in love, which is weird to say now, but it, yeah. It, we're going to try to, <laughs> we're going to try to put the current situation out of our minds for a minute and just talk like this isn't super strange. <laughs> we're going to we talk can. about how you're in, you were in love. So I always kind of ask like, what your first impression of Colton was. I mean, there's nerves, there's hype because you're you're going out of the limo and there's cameras and this is all new to you. You're meeting the girls for the first time. Um, and all of those nerves went away immediately as soon as, you know, my hand w- was in his hands and mm-hmm. um, I was like looking into his eyes and I, there was just like, a, it's so weird to say now because I'm so far removed from that. But there really was like a spark there at that time. And um and then we sat down and talked for the first time that night. And um, it was just very natural. Like, I was shocked at how natural it was. The cameras went away. It was just me and him. And yeah. yeah. You guys did have a good first talk or whatever, I thought. Yeah. Like, I actually talked to him about getting dumped in Thailand. <laughs> did we see that? I don't think we saw that. Um, very briefly. Okay. It, they aired it very, very brief. It was, like, quick. We didn't get the full story. 
Yeah. And he was probably like, yep, that's, this is my girl. This is my girl. Um, so, okay. So obviously the big question is, did you know that Hannah B was going to be part of the cast beforehand? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. We obviously have mutual friends in the pageant world and everything. And um, my friends knew I was doing it. Her friends knew and they're like, just a heads up, Hannah's doing it. And I went in and I was, you know, I was like, I'm going to be very kind to her and loving and I'm going to be, you know, mm -hmm. we can do this. Um, and that's exactly what I did. I was like talking to her, hyping her up on night one. She hadn't talked to Colton. So I was like there being her hype man. And I was like, go talk to him. He's great. He's sweet. Mm -hmm. um, the night of the pirate date, I was in her room helping her get ready. And it's just, I mean, it's a competitive environment yeah. and everyone's best and worst comes out. And my worst came out. You know, you say you hyped each other up. You were obviously friendly. When did it go south in the house? Um, the pirate date definitely was just, it just, shoo. Um, <laughs> and I think that was just because the way Colton and I were interacting that day. And it was her first group date. And mm -hmm. it was her first time seeing me and him together. And yeah. So was it less about you and more about feeling insecure about where she was with Colton, but she took it out on you maybe? Honest, I don't know what it was. Okay. And and it sucks it played out the way that it did. Um, but I'm super happy because like it sucked. It, it, it sucked in the house. There mm -hmm. was definitely tension. Um, you know, we weren't speaking. It, there was, you know, it was not good. Um, but once we moved past it, we fully moved past it. And so that, once you had that talk where you sat down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that you haven't said much about what actually happened with you guys, but like, can you give any insight into why there was beef between you guys at all? Cause we didn't see it on the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, we're people that aren't meant to be friends. And I know that's not the answer people want to hear, but I mean, I'm, everyone's encountered people in their life and you're like, yeah, you know, we're just, yes. we're not compatible. And that's how we are. Like, we're just not compatible people. Um, we thought we would be because we shared similar beliefs and morals and, um, but that's kind of like where it stops, starts and ends. Yeah. So we're just not compatible as friends and that's totally fine. I meet all the people all the time where I'm like, yeah, no, it's just the vibe is not there. Yes. Yes. And, and, and that's it doesn't totally have fine. to be a big deal, but unfortunately it's always a big deal when, especially when there's the a microscope, uh, microscope looking <laughs> at everything. Um, right. I want to make sure to get a bunch of questions. Everyone wrote in. Some people wanted to know if you had any insight. You kind of answered this, but background information behind the scenes ab about you guys while filming. You said you guys didn't talk. Was there ever like any moments where you were in the bathroom together and it was quiet or like insight <laughs> into that? One thing is popping into my mind. And this was before this was in Singapore before um, mm -hmm. I pulled her aside and we just happened to like, I turned a corner and she was right there and we like bumped into each other. And I was like, oh, sorry. And it was so like, seriously, <laughs> imagine the most awkward. Like we both kind of like froze and we're like, <laughs> well, there's not many places to, I mean, even when you're in the hotels, like there's not many places to avoid as someone who did have beef with people in the house. Like <laughs> you can't just run from it. You can't. And, and luckily that was the first place we traveled. So the mansion, there's space, you know, we yeah. were on opposite sides of the house. Um, but in Singapore, she was in um, a different room than I was. Okay. But we all had to be put in one room, obviously for filming purposes. And that's kind of when, <laughs> yeah, it was so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> so the talk that the two of you did have, 
Mm-hmm. Was that something the two of you wanted to do? Were you encouraged to do that? Yeah, no, I definitely, it's something that I definitely wanted to do. I was like, this is stupid. It's petty. Like, yeah. this is not me. It's not her. And I was like, we were friends at one point. Why can't we just like date the same guy and make it as, you know, normal, less normal <laughs> as possible. Um, mm. And so, yeah, it's just, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. How long was that conversation in real life? Probably 10 to 15 minutes. It wasn't long. I remember it was like, I knew it was going to happen. And I knew like I wanted to do it. And I was like shaking because I hate confrontation. And I was like sick to my stomach while they were shaking. And I was like, oh, but once I did it, it was completely fine. It's just funny because when you watch it live, it to to the viewer doesn't seem like anything was really resolved. It was just kind of like, we don't really get along, but okay. Great, that's fine. <laughs> you know, that was actually it, pretty much. <laughs> Good to know that was accurate editing. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Jessica Letizia wants to know, if you could go back in time and do anything differently in regards to your relationship with Hannah during the pageant, would you do anything differently? Um, I actually wouldn't because... I was myself the entire time during the pageant. Um, I so I'm a I'm more of an introvert. I and especially when it comes to competition, I just get quiet. Um, I'll put my headphones in. Yeah, yeah. I put my headphones in. I um, listen to music, listen to podcasts, and just like get in the right headspace. And that's all I did. I didn't do anything malicious or anything mean that people are probably like assuming that I did. Mm-hmm. I was literally just quiet in the room because with pageantry, you're on all day long. Ugh. And you want to come back to your room and just decompress. So that's, I wouldn't change that at all. Kelly Cassidy wants to know, did missing the Miss North Carolina pageant to be on the show stir any drama at all for you? Um, it actually didn't. I, it's something that I was super stressed about um, mm-hmm. because I'm all about fulfilling my obligations. Yeah. And I was, again, sick to my stomach at that point because typically you don't fly internationally so soon in the show. So I figured we'd be like on the East coast and I could like fly in and out and sneak in. Um, yeah. Yeah. We were in Thailand and I was like, it's an 18 hour some flight. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way I can fly all the way back to North Carolina, come back. Um, and it sucks that I missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm happy I did because I was in love at the time and you know, I got to continue on with my relationship. Did you have access to a phone at all to converse with, you know, the people from the pageant at all? Or I didn't know yeah. um, on my behalf. Others did. But yeah, I didn't. Production. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you struggling with losing weight and getting fit? It's always easier said than done. But with OpenFit, I'm getting closer to my goals than I ever have. OpenFit is a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your own home in as little as 10 minutes a day. Classes are led by some of the most effective trainers in the world. So my favorite is Extend Bar with Andrea Rogers, and I'm seeing results really quickly. No more complexity and stress around getting fit. So just press play and work out on your own schedule, which is so helpful for me. So even on my busy days, I can do 600 seconds with Devin Wiggins and I get a fat burning and muscle burn in no time. You can view on your computer, web enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, whatever technology you use and you'll see results. You can lose up to 15 pounds in the first 30 days and feel great. OpenFit has changed the way I work 
out. And with my code Olivia, you can join me on your own fitness journey. Again, use my code Olivia and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. So right now during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. All you have to do is text Olivia to 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and the nutrition information totally free. Again, just text Olivia to 303030. All right. So let's get back to Colton a little bit. There's there's a lot we we want to get into. Um, <laughs> you guys, I've at least on the pirate date, it seemed like you had you know you were that quote unquote front runner or whatever. You obviously had chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had felt, chemistry. Did you feel at any point like okay, I'm definitely a front runner here? Um, I never like thought that specific word like front runner but I <laughs> there are definitely times I was like yeah it's me I'm getting engaged <laughs> <laughs> we not all in, like, felt a that way. way but yeah I just was so confident in our relationship mm-hmm. you hang on to these little moments where you're like yes. oh that was it <laughs> and you obsess over them and you're like oh he said this and he alluded to our future and yeah yeah. Yeah. I have a great question from my friend Danny, um, who is a sexual assault uh, survivor. And on your first date with Colton, you told your story, which I would love to talk about if you're comfortable with that. Were you nervous at all to share that with Colton? I honestly wasn't. And I wasn't thinking about the show at the time. I was just thinking about Colton and I um, mm-hmm. in our relationship. And Colton made me feel so, I've said it so many times, but he really did make me feel safe. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important for survivors. Um, So because we were able to create that safety in our relationship, it just, it felt right. Right. And it felt like the perfect time. Okay. Here's Danny's question. Your story of being a sexual assault survivor really resonated with me since I'm also a survivor. How do you plan on using your platform from the show to bring about real change for survivors? I'm releasing something and... It's all the proceeds are going to go to Rain. Um, when does this is release? This will release on Tuesday, so we okay. it'll already be out. But for anyone who like missed it, this is their chance to yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm releasing <laughs> these pins. Um, you know those denim jackets, like people put pins yes. on them. So it's something really small, and it, it's more than a hashtag. It's a movement. Yeah, and it's a rose, um, and white roses resem- uh, represent the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. But so there's these pins I'm releasing and all the proceeds 100% go to rain. So Yay. I'm working on small things like that. But also I do want to start my own nonprofit. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things I learned in the reporting process and um, a lot of change that I want to happen. So yeah, that's all that's all coming to I'm hoping that when you did share your story, that the response from America was largely positive for you, right? Yeah, it was. Um, I was terrified of when I when I told my story. I wasn't thinking about the aftermath at all. Yeah. Um. I think all of us do when you're on the show. You don't think about. It. You don't think that <laughs> anyone's actually going to watch this, right? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. And so that night, I was pulling up to a friend's house, and I broke down just sobbing. And I was like, "Why did I do this? Why did I share this?" Mm. Um. Because my response when I came forward in college was so so horrible. Um, I had to take all my classes online and just, it was the worst case. That makes me so sad. It was terrible. It was absolute worst case scenario for me. And 
Um, but I'm, I'm happy I did because honestly, 99%, 98, 99 was positive. So I'm happy and I'm still having survivors come forward. And even at Coachella, uh, I was at Coachella this past weekend yeah. and a girl came up to me crying and she was like, thank you. you like, you helped me so much. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just really cool. The One of my favorite things about the platform that this show gives you is the chance to talk about what's important to you. And, you know, we've never seen a story like yours on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also get comforted by it, you know? Yeah, it is. It is a cool it's a cool thing because I'm also there. The survivors are helping me, too, which is awesome. What's the story that Katie and Tasha didn't get along in the house? Yeah, I mean, there's like tension all throughout the house and some girls didn't like some girls. Um, but yeah, there were there was um, there were moments where Katie wasn't too fond of Tasha And why? Yeah. We didn't see that. Is it just personality? Or, I mean, obviously. <laughs> so I just, what are what did we not see? Like talks or tiffs or? I think it was just tiffs, like minor tiffs. I think um, there's just some girls in the house that didn't get along. And hmm. I think the story that was most highlighted was obviously me and Hannah B. Um, of course. But there, we weren't the only girls that didn't get along. There were, you know, there's 30 women. Obviously, no, like not everyone's going to get along. So it's just it's so crazy to think what goes on that just never gets. I mean, aired. people's mind would be blown on what didn't get aired. <laughs> what are some things? It doesn't even have to be like beef between girls, but like some things that happened that didn't air that to you just felt like so monumental during filming. I don't know about monumental um, or maybe even little well, things, I guess. I think one of my favorite things was when Demi and this did air at at Women's Hall, finally, but um, <laughs> when Demi put a whole, I mean, a whole thing of salami in her mouth, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she was, like, gagging, thinking about salami for, like, so long after that, it was one of my, one of my highlights. <laughs> yeah. Even on dates, too, like, embarrassing thing on dates, you know? Yeah, there was, oh, on my one-on-one, Colton and I were in, um, in Denver in a very serious conversation. And I watched this spider just like crawl across the table. And I was like, shit, shit. Like I've got to, and I'm, he's like talking. It's very serious. And I was just watching it. And I was like, listen, I got to grab this spider. And he like freaked out. I was like, what? And so I like smushed it. And he's like freaking out. It's really great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, this was an interesting question. Do you think that you and Cassie were kind of a click in the house? Did you try to branch out and hang out with other people too? Yeah, no, Cassie and I hung out with everyone in the house. Okay. We were never um, clicky. We were never like only together, but we did stay in the same room most of the time. So obviously at night and in the mornings we're by ourselves. When did, I mean, obviously you fell in love with Colton, but it seems pretty obvious that you also fell in love with Cassie. So uh, <laughs> when, how did that friendship evolve? Um, so Cassie and I met night one and she put her nose on my shoulder and I was like, did you just put your nose on my shoulder? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I would do that. <laughs> and from there it was just like immediate. And um, I was having a hard time in the house when like this was week one or two um, mm-hmm. when the Hannah B stuff started and uh, I started crying on her bed and she whipped out Jesus calling and I found out Aww. she's a Christian. I'm a Christian. So yeah. that just kind of, it just continued to progress. And then you just hung out. There was this funny little like gif or photo of you guys sitting next to each other on the couch and your hand is like lovingly on her thigh. Like, <laughs> really? I yes. didn't see that one. <laughs> yes. It's so funny. And it's like, oh, that's a couple's photo basically. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know we're both like the most cuddly people too. It's so funny. But you do get more cuddly in in the house than mostly because the couches are so damn small that, and you have right? to all fit on there. It's they very try to difficult. fit twenty five people on one couch. And you said you were often roommates and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, we were roommates um, every single time we traveled. Actually, it's the way to be. It's the way yeah. to be. Uh, okay, so I've talked to a few of Colton's gals who all mm-hmm. say there was a point in filming where it became more obvious that he was into Cassie. Did you ever get the vibe that he was like really into her? So actually, I mean, I knew he was into her, yeah. but Cassie and I never, ever talked about Colton. And that's like, <laughs> that's why we stayed so close. Yeah. Um, and... I think I would just completely push that out of my mind. Like I knew they had a strong connection, mm-hmm. um, but I never let myself think that cause I didn't want like jealousy to ruin our friendship or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I think I didn't even allow myself to like go there and think that. So as far as like, you never talked about him, you're saying you're like light laying in bed or whatever. What if you're having a hard time or like a tough date? You just, that was like, you didn't talk about it. Like occasionally we'd be like, okay, I want to tell you something like, are you okay with it? And we'd stop one another if it was like, I can't, I can't hear this. So we were very cautious. Interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Mad respect. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite date that you went on? Probably Denver. Okay. I loved, um, so that was my first time snowboarding. I almost fell off the cliff. They didn't air that. Um, <laughs> Did, okay. But it, it didn't air, obviously. Did you get like a, a bunny hill lesson or did he? No. He just threw you out there. Yes, and I didn't even get, like, an actual instructor. I just had Colton, who's never instructed anyone before. That's so insane. And it was, like, a serious hill. I only made it less than halfway down, and then I had to get snowmobiled back up. But it's And in Denver, Colorado, like, it's just a straight... You fall off, and <laughs> you do not survive. You deserved a bunny hill. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, so how about what your least favorite date was? I've never been asked that. Um, oh... Vietnam, the fighting date. They didn't air it, but I got punched in the face. <laughs> I've always thought, I like, fighting, punching dates, what's the point? I was, like, freaking out, and I thought that they were going to put me and Hannah B together, like, next to each other and fight, and I was, like, freaking out. I was like, I'm not doing this. I, I will walk out. I'm not doing it. Um, and then they paired me with Tasha, who's so much taller than me. Yeah. And it's, like, three, two, one, punches me in the face. <laughs> I was, like, Did you have, was there any point, speaking of, pairing you and Hannah B did you think there was a chance that you would get a two-on-one with her oh yeah in Singapore before I confronted her I thought for sure I'd be on a two-on-one I think we were all surprised that that I mean they kind of set it up but then you you went and ruined it by like keeping the peace right (laughs) I tried (laughs) darn it let's talk about the freaking the bus and the conversation on the bus oh my gosh yep what was really said on the bus okay so what was said, um, Cassie and I were sitting next to each other. And at this point, we knew, like, if you want to call it front runners, we, we both knew we had strong connections. And yeah. I was like, Cassie, if it's me who ends up with Colton, I hope that you're the bachelorette and you find happiness. And she said the same thing. And that's it. And that's literally the whole conversation that was ha- had. I never was like, I want to be the bachelorette. Because if, if people like, got to see how much I struggled and, like, how I actually was on the show, like, I had such a difficult time and I could never juggle 30 men and like do it all over again. You've yeah. I mean, anytime the even idea of bachelorette has come up post show, you're like, nah, 
not for me. Like, honestly, it is not for me. And I really think I would make a terrible bachelorette mm. because I'm not good when I'm tired. Like, I sucked oh, at ITMs. Same. Like, my ITMs were terrible. They're like, come on, like, give, give us, us something. something. And I was like, I've got nothing. <laughs> I'm tired and I'm grumpy. I'm a dainty peach. I don't say anything bad. Okay. That's what was said. Did you know that the girls around you, Katie, that anyone was listening? Did you even think that what was said would warrant drama? No. I I think, like, I remember Katie was behind us, but I never... You didn't like, think... Like, it just like... blew my mind. Yeah. And I, the, I called Katie in the airport, like, after... Um, I left the show and I was like, dude, what the hell? And she was apologizing. And I mean, it's all like a mess now. And, and I, but yeah, I know what I said and I can back up, you know, I can stand up for that and back that up. And it's just sucks that as someone who's been on the bus, like that is the one place where there are no cameras. Do, we were, were you mic'd. mic'd? We were mic'd and I'm like, pull up the audio. So you, for, I, they, you were for sure mic'd. I am 95% sure we were mic'd because there were only two instances where Cassie and I would be on the bus together. Was that coming back from like a date? Like what situation was this where you were on the bus? I'm pretty sure it was when we were filming B-roll. So we were mic'd. Say it was like mid date or, or traveling somewhere or doing B-roll. We did have our mics on all the time. The only time we were on a bus de-mic'd was when like the date was over Rose mm-hmm. was over and we were just going back to the hotel or something like that. So it just depends, I guess, yeah. on what situation you were like on this bus for. Yeah, I'm pretty confident it was B-roll because coming from the airport, we had just flown 17 hours and we're like all asleep. Yeah. And then leaving, going to the airport, um, it was 4 a.m., and then I was on a one-on-one. She was on a group date. Mm. So it had to be B-roll. I wonder why they, you know, made this such a huge, dramatic talking point on the show. And there's no... Pull the audio. Roll the tape. Pull the audio, please. Because it was such a simple and innocent conversation between, like, two best friends who want to protect their friendship. And it's it, it's very aggravating. <laughs> okay. Tori Pyre wants to know... What's your opinion on how every conflict this season, whether it was your situation or, you know, something with Tasha Katie, whatever, that all these conflicts were based on conversations that were had off camera? Do you think that made it worse or better that there was no evidence of anything? Yeah, it, it was weird. The season was weird in that way because, I don't know, like plenty of stuff happened on camera and I just... I don't know. I feel like this way it was like left to the viewer's imagination and then people can't really like pick sides. They, they get to kind of decide for themselves. Do you think if you were to like, I don't know, somehow put this all into science and figure out whether America sided more with you or with others? What do you, how do you think it went? I don't know. I definitely have trolls. Lots of them. They're not fun. (laughs) I could talk about trolls for a full hour. (laughs) (laughs) Same. <laughs> we, we will talk a little bit towards the end. Kayla Piccolo. Love this question. What was actually said when you came in during that two-on-one awkward, not really two-on-one deal with Cassie and Kerpa? What did you mm-hmm. say to Colton? Um, that was funny. I forgot about that. Wow. Um, I told him that, you know, I was really confident it was us. Um, but in the event that it wasn't, I didn't want him to send someone home that he had a connection with, um, based on a lie. And I was like, Cassie's one of the best people I know. And if you have a connection with her, 
you should keep her because this is all bullshit. Um, and I was like, if it's us at the end, I want to know that like you explored all options versus, you know, looking back and being like, crap, maybe it was Cassie and it was Cassie. (laughs) There you go. Um, was that something, did you kind of say producers, I really want to talk to him or like, how did you make that happen? That I had heard that Cassie might be getting thrown under the bus and I thought I had cleared the air for the both of us. Mm. Um, so at that point, I was like, that's not fair to her yeah. because this is all lies. Like, it's all derived from lies. Um, so, yeah. And I went and crashed a group date. <laughs> if I go back down memory lane from when I was on, there were a few times where girls were saying things to The Bachelor about me. Um, and I remember the first time it came to a head where, like, Olivia, like, this has been said about you. Just like Colton said to you this has been said about you that you want to be bachelorette. What did that feel like in the moment where you realize like, yeah, everyone's talking shit about me. I was like, honestly was shocked because Cassie and I got along with everyone in the house. So it like blew my mind. I mean, exception to Panabee, but we squashed that. Um, I was just like completely shocked. I was like, that's like, I've never said that. So when I, he confronted me, I was just sitting there shocked and stumped. I was like, where is this even coming from? Mm -hmm. Um, And then he saw my moment. (laughs) on the hill where I said some things I shouldn't have. And I apologized for that. Um, But I was just like, I was so angry and so hurt and so shocked that like every emotion came out of me. Did you feel like at the same time that, you know, that might have been the mountain that you couldn't climb with Colton, that you felt like you had to prove yourself? Yes. Um, I felt like I had to prove myself after the Hannah B stuff. And then this came out of nowhere. And so I was like, I just like continue up to prove myself. And Mm -hmm. I felt, I felt like that many times in my life. And it just sucked that that same feeling has like gone onto the show too. And you know, there's no time on the show, right? So you're taking these two minutes that you get here and there to try to like sell yourself. And it's just weird. Yeah. And I'm not that type of person. So I kind of like shut down and I was like, this is stupid because I know we have a connection and I know the truth. Um, and Colton did allow for that. Like at, um, during the night portion, he was like, okay, let's not talk about this anymore. Like, I trust you. I believe you. So that it went better. It w- I mean, you did get to a point where he was like, we're going to move forward here. Yeah. Do you think that things might have been different between you and Colton had none of that happened at all? No, I think, you know, Colton and I are really great friends now. Um, we, we were two people that were not supposed to end up together, like fully. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that happened was supposed to happen. He was supposed to dump me after meeting my family, maybe even before <laughs> then. Um, but yeah, everything happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it was like for him and uh, Cassie to end up together. Let's talk about hometowns. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like in the moment that Colton really did like gel with your family? Yeah, um, I did. But I also kind of felt like something was off. Um I felt like I, we were all off camera. Um, he was with, he was like in the kitchen mm-hmm. by himself. And I was like, how's my family? Sorry, they're like being a little weird. Um, and he's like, they're so great. Like I was just telling, you know, so-and-so like they were so great. They're all like so lovely. And, and I was like, oh, awesome. And I thought everything was going great. And then there were like little signs that I was like, I think I'm getting dumped after this. <laughs> like what? Um, Colton has these tells where he like shakes really badly and he was shaking the whole day. And I was like, oh, God. Um, and then he used to say, like, 
talk about us after the show and then it suddenly was just me and like me after the show not us together but just like me and I was like yeah and then I told him I loved him and his face was like oh shit so I was like cool yeah it wasn't fun when you add up all these red flags did you just think yeah I probably am going home I did and then like you said you pick up on the little things and you're like but he did this and he did this and I talked myself into Mm we were getting engaged in two weeks. In that moment, did you feel like you were truly in love with this guy? I mean, we're trying to not think about the present moment. Mm -hmm. Were you in love with him? Yeah, I was. I definitely was, you know, I wouldn't have been able to take him home to my family if I wasn't in love. And Mm -hmm. I told him in complete confidence, I was like, it's us. I'm in love. Um, He's going to be the father of my children. Um, But... Also, part of it's like Stockholm Syndrome. You know, you're seeing one guy and you're fixated on him. And So then you get to the rose ceremony after hometowns. Roses are being handed out. It's not going to you yet. Did you think like, I, I got this? Um, no. <laughs> I, knew, <laughs> I knew I was going home in that moment um, because his other tell is he can't make eye contact with you if he's sending you home. And so he walks in and makes eye contact with every single girl. And then he gave Cassie this look when it came down to the two of us. And he's like, don't worry, it's you. I like read his mind. It was just like this look. And I was like, okay. That's why I looked at it. I was like, this is bullshit. And I knew that they, you know, they had to pit the two best friends against each other and didn't work. I said, I loved her. <laughs> oh, you said get engaged. Yeah. What'd you mean by that? Um, I think... In that moment, suddenly it was all over. It was over between me and Colton. This whole crazy journey process was over. Um, And so I was like, I love you. Get engaged. Because we both knew, like, it was likely going to be one of us who was going to end up with him. And I had no idea what was going to play out was going to play out. So, um, but I wanted wanted her to be happy and I wanted her to get engaged. Oddly enough, in that moment when my heart was breaking. But I was trying to be selfless in that moment. Why do you think Colton sent you home? Um, I think, <laughs> I think he had a pretty good idea. Like it was Cassie and I don't know. I, At that point. Yeah. Which yes, because when we watched the next episode he was like, it's you, yeah. it's you. Yeah. So you had a feel, did, did Cassie at that point, I know that you guys didn't share rooms or anything like past that point. Mm-hmm. Right. Did Cassie ever give you an impression? Like, I think it's me. No, she, okay. yeah, she never, she never gave that impression ever. Um, we mm. also didn't talk about it, but she, yeah, she never hinted at that. So it's just so funny that you're like, it could be the two of us, but we don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we actually always, and they cut all this out. We always joked with Colson about us being a package deal and they never aired that on the show. And he got so uncomfortable. Now you are. <laughs> You just prepped him. No, we were all working on the gym today, and he posted a story of he's like this weird family. Oh, I saw, I saw. <laughs> In that moment, this was just something that people were asking about. Did you hug Tasha and Hannah G goodbye before you went home? Yeah, Didn't. I hugged everyone. They just <laughs> that wasn't aired. Um, Great, but yeah. When you get your phones back, everyone's like, "I'm, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here." Did Cassie right away tell you what happened? No. Um, so we wrote uh, in the back of yeah. our journals are each other's numbers. How do we, yeah. Cause I was right. like, we don't even have each other's numbers. <laughs> and so I, um, I was texting her like once every like two, three days. Um, and I was like, I miss you. I love you. I miss you. And then they went from <laughs> green to blue. And I was like, 
oh my god like you're you're back and i like called her and she didn't answer and she's like, it's me and i was like <laughs> it's kaylin <laughs> and she's like i'm flying from spain or portugal to spain portugal yeah so she was flying from spain and she's like i'm literally taking off um but then she called me when she got home and i booked a flight that night and came to huntington yeah. like two weeks later but it took it took a long time for I mean, I read the spoilers, but it took a long time for her to, because I mean, that's a hefty, Oof, that's a hefty fine if you spill. Let's quickly just go over women tell all. Amber Wolpert wants to know, how could you be so devastated on women tell all knowing your best friend was with Colton? I never questioned whether you were hurt. It was just interesting to see you questioning that it wasn't you when you knew it was Cassie. I was like watching myself get dumped for the first time and like, watching that whole package of like start to finish our love mm-hmm. story and like watching it end so drastically and then being there in front of a live audience and Chris and kind yeah. of being poked and prodded for emotions. And I mean, a lot was happening. Like it's, it's very, there's just having a live audience there too, watching your heartbreak in front yeah. of people when people are giving you all this like sympathy and it's just like not an ideal yeah. situation. So that's, obviously I was upset and then I hadn't seen Colton and it's, I mean, it's a weird, weird world and situation. But you had also at that point had some time. I was fully over the breakup. It was just um, the first time I was put into that situation and reliving it, watching it. Right. But I was fully over it. Have you spoken to Katie since women tell all? Um, I'm not. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just, um, I need some time. I'm still a little hurt. I know exactly what I said and I know the phone call that we had and yeah, I just need some time. Let's talk about Jane. <laughs> yes, my girl. So the joke is that no one really knew Jane. Uh-huh. Everyone was like, who is Jane? But mm-hmm. she was your defender. So like, did you know Jane that well? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had, you know, met her night one and talked to her that night of night one and uh-huh. Um, I thought it was really sweet of her to stick up for me when everyone else was just ganging up on me. Um, and then there were some others that tried to jump in, but they, people, everyone was like screaming on top screaming of each other. Women tell all. Yeah. So yeah, but Hey, thanks Jane. <laughs> we all need a Jane when we're in the hot seat. I know we need defenders from anywhere. Right. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> Jessica Letizia has an interesting question. What did you think about the shift in your edit? There were things that you said that easily could have been left on the cutting room floor if they wanted to portray you positively. So why do you think that they were left in? I've never thought the getting, like people just took that such the wrong way. Like the get engaged thing, I'm like, come on. You know, I was like trying to support my best friend and trying to be there for her when my heart's breaking you know, I'm not going to be malicious. I don't like, I'm not going to yeah. be um, mean to my best friend, but the stupid bitch, I will take full ownership in that. That was, um, I was just super angry in that moment and they could have left it out, but I mean, I said it, so I can't blame them for yeah. it. Well, I think the get engaged thing might have like somehow fit this whole bachelorette I want to yeah. win thing, maybe. And maybe that's why they left it in. I don't know. Yeah. Shandell <laughs> Thomas. Is it awkward being so close to Colton's girlfriend after falling in love with him? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. People don't get it. And I wish I could explain it to them. And I'm like, I'm trying to 
if you look at previous previous seasons, um, like Lauren Bushnell and Amanda Stanton, same exact positions, mm-hmm. very close friends. Um, it happens every season. Girls are friends with the lead. They're friends with the girl who got engaged or ended up with the guy. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened here. So it, it fully is to me like Stockholm Syndrome. I came home and was like, you know, I was in love with him, but like, there's other men in this world. It's not just Colton. And um, I found out it was Cassie and I was like, she's my best friend and I've never had a friendship quite like this. So I'm going to be there for her and support her. Mm-hmm. And cause it's a hard time for the girl who ends up with him too. So it's not weird. And I wish I could explain it to people, but it's not. How did you say it? You did a recent interview <laughs> comparing Colton to like your brother. He's a big, he really is like a big brother to me. He like, tries to set me up with people and he gives me advice and yeah I mean people will never get it it's like I wouldn't get it if I was on the outside probably but and people in the real world to like put it in perspective people are friends with their exes it's rare but it happens and I don't even consider Colton an ex honestly but it's a yeah. weird world that we're put in and you make it work you you're mature at the end of it if you want to yep. be and <laughs> here's my next question who has Colton tried to set you up with Oh, God. <laughs> um, some of his friends. L- like? <laughs> um, non-bachelor people. Oh, that's... Do you want that? I, yeah, I do. As Colton, someone who got to know you, like, who does he think you would be a good match with? Maybe not, like, person, but qualities or, or things like that. Um, faith is important to me, so okay. finding a Christian guy is important. Um, and just trying to find a nice guy because... They're rare to come by. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so far, no luck. A couple Bachelorette questions, and I kind of alluded to this earlier, but when all these questions about Bachelorette were coming through, you said the experience was hell for you and that you didn't really know. Like, what was so hellish about the experience for you? Um, The no sleep. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm like a monster when I don't sleep. Um, But also just dating someone and dealing with jealousy and um dealing with doubting yourself and comparing yourself I've competed in pageants I've compared myself and I didn't like being put in that spot um it's just it's a super weird world and I don't know it's just not for me like fully not for me okay so then Lauren Jones said you've said in interviews and you said this yourself that you didn't want to be bachelorette but it was revealed that you were in talks to be the bachelorette Mm-hmm. Um, so did you decide that you didn't want it or it just went a different direction? Yeah. Um, so I was in talks. Um, and I remember after that, I kind of had a meltdown and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't, I like came to that re- revelation mm-hmm. and realization. Um, but it was never like offered to me. And I said, no, it was just, I came to my own realization and was like talking mm-hmm. to people and I was like I, I can't do it Anastasia Riley said what do you think of Hannah B as Bachelorette do you think she's in it to find love and that she'll be successful yeah I do think Hannah's in it for love and I think she will be successful mm-hmm. um, when a spoiler account revealed the Bachelor people um, I picked him out right away who she's gonna end up with and I'm really pretty sure I'm still right yeah okay who do you think it's gonna be Luke P. And that's just someone that you're like, I know her. It's him. Yep. Okay. I just like pinpointed him from the start. Hadn't seen him speak. Like hadn't heard him speak. Um, and just saw one photo and I was like, it's him. Just based on physical appearance. You physical thought. and um, he's from the South. And I think I read that he was a Christian or something. And yeah. Yeah. 
paradise is the question. Mm. You going on? I don't know. Uh, I'm open. I want to find my person. Actually, Coachella was super depressing for me because every <laughs> single one of my friends is in a relationship. I, get I was that. with like six couples and I was just dancing by myself and I got really sad and lonely. And I, for the first time, was like, maybe, maybe I should do paradise. Like maybe it is for me. Um, but I don't know. Is there any part of you that's like, well, the bachelor was so hellish for me. Like, why would I do it again? Oh, for sure. Like that it's a daily constant battle. I'm like, maybe, but no, never. So who knows? Is there that's- anyone, um, past, present, that you have ever had your eye on? No, I think that's the other issue. It's like, who am I? Who would I even go there for? Because right now I'm not. So let's talk it through. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you've obviously looked at Hannah B's cast. So uh. your, your face is like, oh. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Maybe it's not my season. Maybe it's not. Or you'll just go on and like have a good time and eat Mexican food, eat eat tacos and shrimp and stuff and like have a great time, have a ball. That'd be fun. You now seem really close with Cassie's sister, Michelle, too. So how did you grow close with her? Um, so I met Michelle when I first flew out here. Um, what back in November, and then so Cassie and Michelle moved two floors below me in the mm-hmm. same apartment building. Um, and Cassie's been traveling so much. So every time I come home, I typically go to their (laughs) floor and like see who's home. And, um, Cassie's been traveling so much. So Michelle and I hang out a ton, but we're all like best friends and it's really fun. So you guys live in the same apartment. Yeah. Well, building. Building. Oh yes. Apartment building. Sorry. (laughs) Chelsea Gibson. What are your plans now? What do you want to do? More pageants or other stuff? Um, definitely no more pageants. Um, I'm definitely done with that, but, um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out next steps. I want to be working more with, uh, sexual assault organizations and starting my own. Um, but I'm also really into fashion. So I want to be doing something in that too. A follow up to that question. CC reader said, why did you decide to move to LA? Um, so I was actually going to move to LA right before the show. I was making plans and then got a call and I was like, well, that derailed that plan. Um, (laughs) And thankfully, because it saved me two months of expensive rent. Right. But yeah, so I moved out as soon as I could after the show. Julia Laser, if you could have been on another season of The Bachelor, whose would you have wanted to have been on? Actually, your season. (laughs) I get that answer a lot. Yeah, Ben Higgins was a good one. I just want to talk about trolls. So what kind of messages were you getting at like the height of the trollishness ways? Um... Uh, people telling me to go kill myself. Um, uh, they were just like terrible, horrible, horrible things that like I never expected to get in my entire life. Did you feel prepared for that kind of onslaught of hate? No. And I think that's kind of what I meant when I was like, you don't expect when you were like, you don't expect people to watch it. You also don't expect people's responses to be so people are passionate about this show. They really are in good ways and bad. And it's like, I mean, it was it was really hard. It was really hard watching the show back and just like having comments and DMs just tearing you down constantly. How did you deal with that? Um, I would just put my phone down mm-hmm. and walk away and just surround myself with good people, um, go to church, listen to podcasts and just try to like do real life normal things. 
I love another lover of podcasts. What do you oh, listen yeah. to? I listen to a lot of sermons um, because okay. especially during that time, it was just such a dark time in my life. So being able to like listen to my pastor from home in North Carolina, um, but I also... <laughs> Weird balance. Also love murder mystery. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I was literally just going to say, here you are talking about sermons and I'm going to be like, and I love murder. <laughs> it's like sermons and murder. <laughs> if you ever need recommendations, shoot oh, me a yes. text. I, it's all I listen oh, I to. Okay. So let's, let's just promote your Insta and then you can get on with your Amazing. life. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Insta is my full name at Kaylin Miller Keys. Follow me. Yeah. I uh, promote different charities and weird things that I do with my best friend. Do you have Twitter or anything else you want? I have Twitter. I don't really tweet, for... um, but I have it. Kaylin MK. Well, thank you for chatting thank with you. me. It was so fun. Yes, thank you so much. Next time I'm in LA. Please hit me up. I'll give you yeah. a shout. Now that I met Cassie and she's the coolest person I've ever laid yeah. eyes on. And side note, Cassie and Colton are really cute. Like they Very really, cute. I can understand one, why you want to hang out <laughs> with them. And then two, that they're just like really two really good natured, mm-hmm. normal people. And you can tell that they would not make it weird. Like it's a true it, friendship. It really so. is. Yes. Thank you for vouching yeah. for our weird friendship. Go do your things. It's like bedtime yeah. for me. So um, thank, thank you, you so for chatting much. with me yes. and we'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye.